Finger Heart Nation. So we're back. We're back. And now we are going to continue the talk on Kanin and get into the topic of the relationship between K-pop artists and fandoms. Mm-hmm. I mean, this must be at least, as far as I know, the first time in K-pop history that fans ending a career of a star. It is. I haven't heard of any other cases. Ah, it would be a heartbreaking moment for Gangin. The feeling of being abandoned is always harder to take in when it comes from the people that once loved you. But it's not him being abandoned. It's more like Kangin paying the price for his own fault, isn't it? Uh, but, but yeah, but I meant by on Kangin's perspective. Well, I guess that's true on his yeah, side, well, yeah. Yeah, right? What do you think about Kangin's future holds out? Well, obviously, I don't think he can make a comeback as a singer anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that he may appear on web dramas. Oh, web dramas. Yep, especially since his contract with the label didn't end. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the medium of web dramas are less popular. Mm-hmm. And only a selective audience will watch them. Mm-hmm. Ironically, this issue all reignited when the news of Kangin being casted for web drama was released. Mm. So there is a high chance of him getting back to the web web drama world. And also during his hiatus as a singer, he appeared in a number of short films and web dramas, I believe. So yeah. Do you watch any web web dramas, by the way? Uh, I haven't watched any of Kangin's web dramas. And Mm -hmm. I actually, today, like right now, Mm -hmm. I just learned that he was in one of them. No, I'm not talking about Kangin's, but then web drama in general. I don't really watch web dramas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but I heard it's quite popular. It is quite popular these days. Um, I actually watched one episode of 18 Mm -hmm. because of the soundtrack done by 17. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't my thing. It wasn't? No. Yeah, like me too. I never watched like entire episode of any of web dramas. But I know their existence. So 18 is a popular one. And as a matter of fact, all the many of the drama that is made by the same production company of 18 is quite big now oh okay yeah the the name is playlist and how i found about them was that all the original songs of the rap drama of playlists a lot of ofs there but was ranked quite high on the music charts and yeah all the soundtracks for the dramas right and they even feature really high like popular artists like ailey Seventeen. Heizu. Heiz, right? Uh, Pengyering. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. This was the first time I realized YouTube is the medium for teens these days. I think in the future, generation mm-hmm. gaps will get bigger okay. and wider, and even pers- more than what is now. Yeah, because okay. people are selectively watching what they want to watch now. Mm-hmm. It's rather not like TV was. It used to give out same information right so people are people used to consume what tv was shows testing them. yeah shows yeah. them but now they don't have to wait till they don't have to wait till tv show what what so they want to show right okay. no no what they, they want, want to, to see, see right, uh-huh. <laughs> right? <laughs> true so, yeah my, so like all of this my fear of all of this is that i might lose the track of what's hot and what's in or what's in trend because mm-hmm. at the end like i'm in the position where i have to follow the trend also has to come up with a new trend or at least trying to make a new trend out of it and stay in the business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to stay in business you know so so defining what the trend is 
is starting to become very vague. It is starting to become very vague mm. because, like you said, they only look for the stuff they are interested in. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to like wait and see, mm -hmm. and like we don't have to waste our time looking at other stuff. Right. Right. And not only for teens, but the YouTube became the place to go for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, especially um, those who are in the fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well, because their generation is now sharing the political and social news through YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, especially this year. There was a lot of news coming out about like 80s and people in the 50s and 60s consuming the video. Okay. Yeah. It's getting hard. That's true. It's getting mm -hmm. hard. And like, it's, you know what, to be honest, it's more shocking because like when I go on the subway mm -hmm. or the bus, mm -hmm. I see people looking at all these YouTube videos right. for the news and uh, like uh, all uh, the information, uh, right? Uh, uh, uh. But then you have to understand that they not all of them, those. yeah, they are fake and yeah. not all of them are mm -hmm. correct or right, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that worries me. Mm -hmm. YouTube is starting to replace the search engines like Google and Naver because mm -hmm. uh, like teens nowadays or uh, they are search they search things on youtube to to get their answers so how to make whatever or or yeah even for like the smallest information because mm. they don't like to read stuff yeah anymore. now like youtube is more direct yeah and it's like see. it's like a media of video not mm. reading right 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 yeah and but all of this, yeah, that's aside from the topic. <laughs> so, right, right, um, right. <laughs> yeah. So can, going back to um, Kangin, uh -huh. right? Yes, Kangin. We were talking about Kangin. Let's talk about how Elf uh -huh. Super Junior fandom uh -huh. succeeded in making Kangin leave the band. Okay. Yeah, I think what makes this noteworthy is uh -huh. because Kangin's leave from the group was caused mainly by the Elf's movement, mm. but not as the consequence of Kangin's crimes. Mm. Of course, what it did was wrong, but but the company SM did not take action immediately after the event. No, they didn't. I don't know. Maybe they just hope things will be settled down and that the fans will just let him be and like wait around. I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe maybe that was their first strategy that they did that up. Yeah, I guess that's the solution that they came up with then. Mm. But from the perspective of an industry insider, uh -huh. can you please tell me why labels or management companies don't take immediate actions to these things? Well, there are many things to be considered before putting on an official statement. First, it takes time for the label to find out the truth about any incident mm. there are. Uh, for a matter of the fact, for a personal matter like this, mm -hmm. It's between the authorities and the individual. We're not legal guardians of the artists, so police won't contact us and journalists won't either because if they find the news, they'll just release it. They don't need to come to us. Oh, we got this news. So oh, so yeah. they like just write down the article mm. without the confirmation? Why do they need confirmation? Oh, right? well, I don't know. I thought they would need one. No, but I guess it's not. more for the negotiation if that ever happens. So okay. we got this news, to, like if you don't want it, to be if you don't want this to be released in return whatever whatever so most yeah so most of the times the label will get the news at the time as the rest of the country receives them oh yeah so it's like it's not like us knowing first unless the journalist comes to us and say make a deal yeah we oh. got the news kind of thing also the labels have to check whether an accident breaches any contract they are in so putting out any official statement before any accidents turn out to be true, it'll be a risk for a company if they take any action too fast. 
So I guess there are much more to consider than I thought. Yes, there's more to consider. It's complicated. You also gotta know that companies are trying their best because they know friends are waiting to hear from us, the label. True, it is frustrating to wait for any kind of news or official statement mm -hmm. to make them, I don't know, to like... Feel them secured. Or... To comfort them, maybe? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and but what's also frustrating for the fans mm -hmm. is for the artists to continue with their constant wrongdoings, mm -hmm. like what Kang In did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Kang In left the fans frustrated and angry and mm. even sad because, um, you know, the disappointment was so big. The fans tried to understand and defend Kang In the first or the second time, or maybe, I don't know, even the third. Mm -hmm. He was caught for DUI. Mm -hmm. But then, um, but he should have been grateful for the commitment and understanding his fan shows during such a difficult time. But then he took it for granted because things happened and happened and happened again and again. Mm. Yeah, also from fans' point of view, they defended and supported Kang In because they trusted him and it's, it's an emotional labor. It is. Yeah, the, the more they defend the artists, the more hate they get from the general public, right? Yeah, it is. So yeah. it, it'll be hard for them. It's hard for them. Yeah, and these defenders of injustice are young teens mainly. Being younger, they will take it more seriously and more sensitively. Which is why it's more important for the artist to act good. Right. Right? Because it does affect a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And all of this piled up the feeling of betrayal. Mm -hmm. And what I want to say is that the relationship between the artist and fans heavily depend on the feeling of trust and loyalty between the two. Mm -hmm. So it's not a one-way thing, it's a two-way thing. Yes. It's like a promise they have together to work hard for each other. Mm -hmm. But then obviously Kang In was irresponsible to this relationship. But obviously Kang In was irresponsible to this relationship and broke this up. And he made the fans to lose faith in their relationship, which is really heartbreaking. It is. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is also different from the Western world where fans don't take the star's action personally. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that fans in other places of the world are okay with their stars doing things wrong. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that they see things from two separate boundaries in which they separate them from the stars. Mm -hmm. So what they do is what they do, mm -hmm. and what I do is what I do, right? Yes, yes. And by saying this, I'm not saying that <laughs> Korean fans take everything personally and mix their own lives with those of their stars. Yes. This is not what it is, but what it is, is um, because the nature of the relationship between Korean fandom and K-pop stars rely on both sides' devotion and commitment, mm -hmm. it's so much easier for the fans to get hurt emotionally by the actions of their stars. Right, right. And as we mentioned before, this is also has to do with the Korean society's idea of morality and how they react to all of this. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, pub the public expects celebrities to be morally good and the standard of this is very high. Because they, meaning celebrities, have a power to influence many mm -hmm. and also they can be where they are because their popularity is fueled by public's love and interest, right? Yes. So without general public, there are nobody. I mean, it would be nice if they kept this in mind mm -hmm. all the time. Mm. Yeah. So this idea is at the baseline of many Koreans. As a rule of thumb, fans do not want their celebrities to act against morality. No, they don't. Yeah, but if they ever cross that line, fans' first reaction will be defending the stars. They know their stars did wrong, but it's more like their default defense mechanism shooting out. 
yes, they defend because they want to protect the relationship they have built with the artist. I mean, mm -hmm. it's something very precious, right? Yeah. And moreover, they want to protect the brand value and the image of the group as a whole. Mm -hmm. One member constantly bringing down the name of the entire group by exposing its name in a negative light mm -hmm. through so many bad articles mm -hmm. is definitely what they like to see. Yes. Oh, the mic's back. One person screwing up the entire group's reputation is not good. And when this keeps happening over and over, the fans would rather want to see that one person out of the group and keep the rest in a safe position. A safe position? Mm-hmm. A safe position where the team won't be criticized for what the one member has done. Mm. However, maintaining the group without any adjustment will eventually result in the fall down of the group because nobody will consume their music. There are a lot of alternatives in K-pop industry. Alternatives? As in like... As in like other groups or other artists? Uh, for the fans to choose from. Or general public. Okay. Yep. True. And um, mm. I think the fandom's tendency to keep the relationship tight and secure between them and the artists can do so much because it makes the fans to be more passionate and enthusiastic in supporting their stars. This passion not only can break one group, but it can also make one group come to life. Mm. And by night is a good example. Yeah, it is. Um, the fans' passion made the chances of their debut high. Yes, because it shows the band have enough demands from the fans to run a business. So I guess it shows that companies can see their potential? Mm-hmm. Cases like this will make the relationship between fans and band more dependable on each other. In, in a way, fans will have stronger ownership of the band than the label. I agree. It solidifies the sense of loyalty for both sides. Mm -hmm. So they put more effort into the relationship, right? Yes. For those of you who don't know what By9 is about, mm -hmm. we talked about this on our last episode. So if you want to know more, please check out the first episode of our show. Yes, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys had fun. Thank you. And we send our finger hearts from the Finger Heart Nation to wherever you are. To wherever you are. Bye-bye. <laughs>